Merch, 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 merch. What's happening? We did not discuss this. We're going to have merch. No. Yeah. Well, okay. So we've talked about this for a while. It is the My Day Friday podcast, by the way. Your hosts. I'm Carla Murray. And Anthony. That would be me. Um, We've talked about maybe putting our logo or something on a t-shirt, on a hat, on socks, on butt plugs, whatever. (laughs) Um, And we're finally going to do something. And this is actually for good because we always said if we're going to sell anything, we want to make sure money goes to a great cause. Like me and my new purchase. But no. no. Uh, So we have teamed up with Little Words Project, the bracelets that I wear literally every day of my life. Um, I love them. They're great. Their their whole story is great. So check them out. It's littlewordsproject.com. But we have a you look great bracelet. Yeah. You look great is what we say to people who call into our morning show. The irony is we can't see them, but you always look great no matter what. And uh, the bracelet proceeds, 25% of every bracelet sold will go to uh, Seattle Children's yeah. Hospital. And by the way, the the other 75% we do not get. No. We get we make zero dollars off of this. Yeah, which is really cool. So it, it may not, it may be live by the time you listen to this podcast. It's not at the moment. But if you go to littlewordsproject.com, you'll be able to go click around and you'll see the You Look Great bracelet, Carla Marie and Anthony show. Um, in the meantime, when it if you can't find it, uh, once it's live, we'll share it. Yeah, like. of course. Uh, in the meantime, if you're not following us, you can do that. Carla Marie and Anthony on Instagram. Uh, CM great and Anthony. Great content nowadays. CM and Anthony on Twitter. That way you can always reach out, ask us questions or whatever. Uh, should we hit the button? Hit the button. Uh, this thing is massive. The low-lying sections of uh, Manhattan. It is staying on course to head north, with major American cities still in its crosshairs. That is a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. And we're, of course, uh, batting down the hatches for our latest storms. This is chaos. I never saw anything like this in my life. When you go down that road, the devastation just continues for miles. The disaster is the worst crisis since World War II. Since the Great Depression. It's my day Friday, bitches. Woo! We hit terminus. There we go. It is the My Day Friday podcast, and I think we can celebrate this uh, this afternoon as well. Why? Because Carla Marie, big milestone for you, first time homeowner. I think I bought a house. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, it's not closed yet. Like I'm in the in escrow or I'm pending inspection at the moment. So like I gave them a lot of my money. Okay, <laughs> not, all, not of all of it. it. Not yet. They'll get all of it soon. Now here's what I love, and we've done this podcast now for almost six years. Did you think when we started this podcast talking about our favorite drink for the weekend <laughs> that you would be talking about buying a home in the no. same podcast? No, I would not. It's pretty wild. I never. I don't think I ever thought I'd buy a home by myself. Like for a while, it was like. I'm going to buy a house with said boyfriend or whatever it may be. And then I was like, oh, I can't buy a house until I have someone else to buy a house with. Like, that's kind of what I've always thought my whole life. And then it got to a point where I was like, F no, I'm buying a house. Well, how does it feel? I don't think it's real yet. Like, it's been a super emotional week. It's been scary. Like, is this the place? Do I, I don't want to keep looking, but what if there's something better that comes Mm -hmm. next week? But you have to make a decision super fast here in Seattle because if you see something you love, it's gone. It's literally gone. Like, I was panicking that it was going to go away. So I've been honestly in this constant state of trying not to think about what's happening because that's normally how I handle big things. I think what's cool, and if you want to follow Carla Marie's journey as she's been buying this home, Mm -hmm. uh, there is a podcast just like I was doing one with Windermere. Um, Mine did not end with buying a home. (laughs) Carla Marie's— It's still not over. I have only did two episodes. It very very well might end like that, but— Finding Home, it's called. Uh, yeah, Finding Home on the iHeartRadio uh, 
podcast channel, page, whatever. What I think is cool is you just saw this house. This is We're recording this on Friday, the 11th. The first time you even laid eyes on this place was this past Monday. Monday. So it's been four days. And you went from looking at a place to being like, yes, this is it. To then. Not even four days. Because I, I, this was all signed, actually. It was all signed yesterday morning, Thursday. Okay. And then by the end of the day, I sent them the money. I wired money, which I, that's scary. What is wiring money? Dude, like, it do you just have to take money faster. with you? No, you just log on. They give you their account info, and I send money into their account like you do with all the Arabian princes on Facebook. And you send the money right to their account, and it goes immediately, and you have to pay a fee. It was like a $25 fee. So that's what I have to do when the Nigerian nobility mm-hmm. emails because me? Because the bank account that I have my savings in, I don't have a checkbook for. Okay. So I couldn't write a check. So Because to me, wiring money sounds like something very old. Old or like this is what you're a spy and you need to wire money to well, keep being a spy. Or that, yeah, hey, wire us the extra $100,000 so we could buy the things that we need. Yeah. I think, like, to me, honestly, wiring money sounds like the Pony Express. Hey, I'm going to need you to wire some money so I can go buy the newspaper. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, could you wire some money to Cheyenne? Yeah. You know? I don't know. It just sounds yeah, like a weird thing. but I don't think you could wire money back then. No, but a I wire guess- a wire transfer is essentially, I'm going to tell this one place that they have my money. They then send it to another place that has a lot of money in store, like a bank, and they can take out. It's right. I okay. What is, what is wiring money? How does so, it, I'm going to look it up right now. What is the process that you've seen, Carla? I wired my money to a bank. Like, is it Western Union a money transfer? Like a yeah, wire? but that's not what I did. I wired my money to a specific bank. I'm not giving out too many details because okay. I don't need anything shady happening to a specific bank, like a well-known bank. But it was Windermere's specific account. And then I had to put my agent's name there so they know who to, like, say this is for. Okay, let's see. But it was accepted. How does a bank wire transfer work? The main risk with wire transfers is when you send money, the wire transfer money goes from one bank to another Mm -hmm. and then to the recipient's account. Okay. So you tell your bank, let's say your bank A. Mm -hmm. You go to the bank and you say, I want to wire X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. So they're just withdrawing your money from a different bank, basically. No. They're not withdrawing my money from anywhere. So they're, I sent my money to another bank. I, they're not taking my money from a different bank. My money came from <laughs> the bank that it, it lives in, yeah. its house, to another person's house. And then that person, the person who you're buying the home from, they, takes the money out and says, oh, now I have this no, money. No, 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 That person doesn't have my money yet. The money is still with Windermere. Windermere will get oh, there. Oh, yeah. so it all transfers through mm. the real estate company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I think you were getting confused because you're wondering how the person... Gets the money yeah. for the house now. Because if I'm selling a house, how do I get my money? You know, it's funny. I said that to my mom. Hey, when I sell this house, like, how does the the loan part work? Like, I'll still owe money on the house when I sell it. Yeah. <laughs> Most me. likely. Yeah. And, like, who, <laughs> how does that work? And she's like, I don't know what you're asking. Like, what What do you mean you don't know what I'm asking? Well, your mother has lived in the same home for how long? Their mortgage is not paid off, but 30-something years. Okay, so has she ever sold a house? Or is that the first home that you... That she's ever owned because she was the married. first home my mom she li- she when she was married they lived with my grandma in the the last marriage her first marriage mm-hmm. as uh, our friend Bucky Jacobson would say the practice marriage his practice yeah yeah he said I didn't know our friend Bucky who works over at Sports Radio 950 KJR was married previously mm-hmm. and he said oh yeah that happened when I was with my practice wife yeah smart and I thought he met practice wife like a long term girlfriend he was like no I was fully married yeah it was my practice wife it's cute but what if. What if this is your retirement wife? Maybe that was the game and this is your retirement. Think about it any, any way. Oh, him. Him, specifically. 
Yeah, so I don't know. I'm learning a lot. You'll learn a lot if you listen to the Finding Home podcast. I don't want to go into all the, the details here. No, it's not- it is kind of crazy, though, because I did the same thing four episodes mm-hmm. with Windermere. Um, and I'm still in the process, by the way. I probably won't. Now that my podcasting days are behind me, I don't, I'll don't. i probably post on social if I do buy a home. Mm-hmm. But I did learn a lot of things that I it's didn't crazy. expect in there. It's, a, it's an involved process. But when you're doing it with a real estate agent or someone like that, obviously they help walk you through it. So I think well, it's yeah. less scary than I assumed right. it would like, be. I haven't had to think about anything other than do I want this place and do I want to spend this much money on it? So then why did you want this place? You've seen other places. What because, was it about this house, okay. Kyler Marie? It is. This is an offshoot of the Finding Home podcast now. It is technically a, it's technically a townhome, but not really because it doesn't have HOA fees. So I'm not paying, What does that even mean? Uh, homeowners Association something. Homeowners Association. I thought oh, that was homeowners. Only, I thought that was only with condos because I looked at a no, couple of condos. townhomes have them as well. Okay. Condos have, they're way more expensive. Oh. So there's no fees. I have my own place. Like, I can do whatever I want to the inside of it. I can't change the outside of it. So, anyway, I didn't want to live in a townhome. If you listen to the first episode, I'm pretty sure I say I do not want to live in a townhome. Okay. I don't want to be around people. But as I went on my search, I started realizing that there were the number one thing for me was the location. I wanted to stay in a specific area. I wanted to stay in Ballard, which is where I currently live. And I love Ballard. I didn't want to live anywhere else. But I kept finding homes in Ballard. Or if I saw anything near Ballard, they were not anywhere I'd want to live. But let me ask you a question, Carla Marie. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, and granted, you like the neighborhood. Yeah. And this is, it's different. It's not a necessarily an apples to apples comparison here. But let's say you dated someone for a really long time. And you really liked things about that person. Yeah. Right? You liked their height, mm-hmm. their hair color, and where they were from. <laughs> yeah. If you broke up with that person, would you immediately want to go to someone who is that height, that hair color? <laughs> you and can't that, compare that. I know it's different, but because don't you think why. you should have seen another I neighborhood? I did. And this, you did. The, if you would stop talking, you would know. But you didn't live in say. another neighborhood. No, I didn't. But why would I buy in a neighborhood I'm not comfortable in? It's like saying, all right, I'm going to marry the next guy I saw, whether I like him or not. Because I think especially with what we do, it's more valuable to live in different neighborhoods and see how different people get no, to work. I don't, and- I don't need to do thing. I don't need to take a risk for my life if I'm not going to be sure of something and spend ba- hundreds of thousands of dollars that I'm not spending that right now, yeah, but alone on it. If I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. So okay. I went to, I saw houses in. A few different neighborhoods. I saw them, if you live here, I saw them in Green Lake, Greenwood, Fremont. Um, and we went to Shoreline. And I went to four different neighborhoods. Okay. Saw houses that I really liked. And I was like, well, there's nothing. This is full-blown suburbia. Yeah. There is nothing near this house. This other house, it was too busy of an area. And I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, I'm on a highway. And that's what I started realizing what I was going to get for my money yeah. with a house in a different neighborhood. Because the neighborhood we live in is super expensive. Or it was a super old house. And I'm like, I'm going to do maintenance on this? Hell no. I went through. So uh, after you did your first walkthrough, Carla Marie asked mm-hmm. me to go just check it out with her again. So I went. And it's a really nice place. I saw a place that was almost a million dollars in Seattle that was built in 1914. Mm-hmm. That I can tell you, and this is not what Carla Marie is. I don't even really know what the exact price of your home is. But it's crazy when you live in a big city where people are trying to buy property, how high those values get. And this place, I don't want to call it a dump, not but it was, it was not worth close to a million dollars, the place that I saw with yeah. my realtor. And for what Carla Marie's getting for her dollar, this place is pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I, actually a little jealous of it. I don't know why like that's happened. So here's the thing. So you asked why this place. Yes. So I get there. 
And I'm like, let me see it, you know. And a lot of the townhomes I was seeing were super narrow. Like, my apartment now felt huge compared to these places. And I was like, I'm not living in a place where, like, I can sneeze and it get on either wall. Like, that's not (laughs) happening. So I get into this place and I'm like, wow, this feels super spacious. And to top it off, it's brand new. Like, it was just built. It's actually not even done. There's things that still need to be installed in it. So I'm moving into a brand new place. That's pretty cool. And I have my own outdoor area with this specific unit. No one else has this in my little my little nook. Oh, I've, so do you have like the nicest one? I do. Oh, yeah. Fancy. Isn't that crazy? Gotta nicest check our one salaries here. On the end, so I only got to deal with one neighbor, and I'm and I have a rooftop. Everyone has this a rooftop area that's like kind of closed in with a heat lamp. I do like, and I don't know if it's just a Seattle thing. A lot of the the town homes that are being built all have like little rooftop access, which is cool. The only thing I don't have that a lot of the houses have that I saw. Or fireplaces. Well, you could install one. Can you get a fire pit on your roof? Um, No, um, we're finding out if I can put one outside on the outside downstairs area. Oh, why wouldn't you be able to? Because there's wood around, a lot of it. Yeah, but if you get like a gas burning I don't thing. know, but I'm excited and I'm going to be moving in November and December. So now Carla Marie, by buying a, a house, has put pressure on me. I know everyone's asking if Anthony's going to move into the units next door. Which I thought about. I know, pretty you nice should. Units. It would be hilarious. Um, but no, our boss, our big boss, Rich, he was like, so, because Alabama, who works on our morning show, is also thinking about buying her grandmother's yeah. home in Alabama. <laughs> and he was like, so Alabama's buying a home, buying some property possibly in Alabama. Carla Marie's buying property here in Seattle. What are you doing? And I looked at him and I said, I don't know, man. I'm trying to get rid of these two cats I've got. <laughs> that's all I know. And that's all I got going on right now. Cats and work. You should not feel rushed because I didn't feel rushed. I knew that I wanted to find a place by February-ish because yeah. that's when my lease was technically up. I didn't want to live month to month. And I, I hoped on finding a place like in January so I can get through the holidays. And then I found this place and I was like, oh, this is it. Well, I still I'm, I'm probably really annoying my my real estate agent, Teresa, but I still want to buy. I'm just not in a place where I'm rushing it or have enough time to go to all the homes and, and whatnot. It's tough. What are you gonna do for your housewarming party? I don't know. Do I? So I'm not gonna do it obviously before Christmas. But like, do I do my housewarming party in the winter or do I wait till the summer? Because that's when it's cool. I don't want everyone stuck inside. Yeah, but you have, like, you have the home. The, the whole point is people are gonna hang out at your home. So you want to be able to do it on your roof and on your little patio area. I also need to make sure I can afford furniture. Yeah, I guess that was one of the craziest things. And I don't know if this is a boring thing to talk about for a lot of people, but. When I was going to search for homes originally, there was one really cool home that I saw. Mm-hmm. And it was within my price range, but it was actually a lot bigger than out there because it was outside of like the main part of Seattle. And I remember walking around and it was going to be a two or three bedroom home. And I thought to myself, I've got to buy furniture for this whole place yeah. by myself. Makes no sense. I was like, in my, in my current apartment, it's pretty small. I've got a couch and, and a, a bed table, yeah. and, and a table that I don't even really like that much. That's all I got. And I've got to buy, I have to get... Three beds for yeah. your bedrooms and all that stuff. Um, it's most, a good problem to have, I guess. I'll get to have a, a like a dining room table for the first time. I have a, oh no, I have a kitchen table. Yeah, I don't have that. I just have like stools. So it's going to be interesting. I'm probably going to move there with my current. Well, it depends when I move. Like, am I going to move with my current couch? I don't know. Because I'm going to get rid of it. So do I move So then with why would it? you move with it if you're going to get rid of it? Because I don't know if I'll have my furniture yet. Yeah, but I and think. And whoever comes buys it from Craigslist. If they come to my apartment, they have to get it down steps. That's going to be a pain in the ass to sell. This one, they just take it out the front door. Yeah, but okay. I'll give you two reasons you should sell your couch before you move. Because then they're going to know where I live. 
number one, yeah, you are. Let's say they recognize you from the radio show or the podcast. Then they'll know exactly where your new home is. And what if they're creepy and want to stab you? It's most likely going to happen either way. Craigslist. Um, secondly, you still like, why would you want the nuisance of moving a couch from one place I ain't to another? It. The movers are. Well, you're going to have to pay them to move it. Yeah. Like, it just makes way more sense to just get rid of it before you move. Don't move with garbage. That's the, wherever you're going. I know, you're moving I'm across starting the country, tonight. The best thing that I did when I came out to Seattle. You didn't take it. I got rid of everything. I'm starting I, today. There, I had maybe 10 boxes of things and 90%, nine boxes were closed. Maybe eight boxes were closed. Yeah, so make sure you're on my Poshmark, Carla Marie. The Carla Marie, sorry. Can I, I throw, sold my dress to Elvis's wedding. Can I throw stuff on there? Yeah. Because I want to get rid of a lot of stuff. I can't, you can't, hear. here's, no. We're not. Why? Because here's why. Do you know how much of a pain in the ass it is for me to actually sell my own stuff on Poshmark? Now that I thought about it, I actually got to ship this out today. And it's such a pain in the ass. And it sounds ungrateful because I'm selling stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, crap. I got to make sure I print the label at work, package this up, get it out. And you know what's going to happen? It's going to fall on me. And then I'm going to have to Venmo you money yeah. for your thing. It's not. Make your own account. <laughs> We're Anthony and Poshmark. I had a, a PayPal account or an eBay account back in the day. And my aunt. Used it. She was closing up a business and she yeah. just wanted to use an eBay account that was already set up. So one day I went to the, and this is when I was still making $7 an hour working for KTU on the street team. Jeez. So I did not ever have a lot of money in my bank account. Right. But I would take my paycheck. Every time I got it, I would take my paycheck in Jersey City and I would go to the TD bank that is in Jersey City across the street from the Popeyes, if you know what I'm talking I know. about. That's hilarious. Now I'd walk in there. They knew me. I'd give them my check. And then I'd see like, my, your account balance is $340. Whatever it was. And I remember one day I got my paycheck. And my paycheck at the time, I think, was like 300 bucks. Took it to the bank. So I was expecting to see like 370 bucks in my account when they gave me the little slip. What was there? $5,700. And I remember being like, oh my God, they messed up. Do I take all the money out right now so they can't take it back? Like, what do I do? And I left it because I was like, I'm going to talk to my mom, see what I have to do. Because if the bank messes up, like, am I responsible? Yeah. Whatever. An hour and a half later, I get a call from my same aunt who was using my eBay account. She's like, hey, I think that I mistakenly sent money to your bank account instead of mine. What the hell did she sell? It was like printing equipment. She used to have a mailroom print place. That's cool. So it was a lot of big equipment. It was like toner cartridges that I guess are expensive. Did she give you any percentage of it? Uh, no. No, I had to write her a check or whatever. That's give sad. her like $5,000. Oh! <laughs> what? The person who bought my dress from Elvis's wedding lives in Seattle. Okay. Why is that? So, can they buy it from anywhere? Yeah, but that means that she, that's so cool. She probably follows me from here and doesn't even know I wore it to Elvis's wedding. Okay, here's, I feel like you've done this a couple times this week, Carla Marie. What? You make it sound like it's this big, unique thing that anyone in Seattle knows who you are. It is. You're on the radio <laughs> every day. You've been on the radio in Seattle on at three different, no, two different times on three different stations for almost four years. You realize people in Seattle know who you are. No, right? they don't. So this the, is so cool. So the world only knows you from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show is what you're saying. <laughs> That's how I function, yeah. And the last four years have done what? Uh, not, nothing. No one listens. I've just been going through life like no one knows who I am here. See, this is where I've started changing that perception. Because when I was at Best Buy, I think I talked about this on the show. Mm -hmm. I was at Best Buy on Sunday. Going through my regular thing. Made some jokes with some associates. And then I was uh, trying to use a gift card, and it was not registering properly. So yeah. the, the manager comes over. And after we had gone through everything and I bought the headphones I was buying, she goes, hey, this might sound weird, but 
how are the cats doing? That's how are the crazy. kittens? So she clearly followed me on Instagram, knew that I had kittens that I was uh, that I'm fostering currently. But she went through the whole thing without saying in the beginning that she listened to the show. Yeah, she just started talking about the cats. And I'm starting to realize that, and this is a good thing because of the success of the station and all the people that work behind the scenes, but like people do know that we exist. Took them four years. No, I did have someone yesterday that saw my jacket and said, is that the jacket you were talking about in the air today? And I was like, Meh? me? See, people <laughs> listen. And what, what is really cool, and this happened to us, uh, I think two mornings ago. We did a regular break like we do on the radio, and people call in as they do every morning. But every person that called in was from the same city. It was Tacoma. all Tacoma. And I thought to myself, you know what's crazy is we all go through life thinking that we are 100% on yeah. our own, right? Yeah. You're in your car. You're in your solitude listening yep. to your favorite radio station. So many people are going through the same thing. They're going to a job that they maybe don't even love, listening to the same music having the same experience, yelling at the radio the same way when they yeah. hear a dirty little secret or hear Carla Marie say something crazy. Just like we all do when we go home and we all watch the same Netflix and series. And you're like tweeting about it, yeah. yeah. We all kind of like, even though we all live, live these individual lives, we're all doing very similar can we, things. Like have, can someone please start a Carla Marie Anthony fan club? On No, don't do that. We do, we do not deserve a fan club. You went from saying nobody listens <laughs> to our show to asking someone to start a fan club. You realize well, that, right? Well, this is what I wanted to do in this week's podcast, but I don't think we're going to get to it. No. Maybe we will. Uh Mike Meredith messaged me last week. He listens to this podcast. He's done my podcast logo, our last call logo, our Third Twitch, little secret. Third little secret, all of it. Um, or the newer version of yeah, Third Little Secret. Yeah, uh, me- and our show logo, the whole show. Duh. He messaged me and was like, I just want to let you know, because we said this podcast was boring. We said about the email thing. And he's oh, like, yeah. him and his wife, Courtney, were listening, and he's like, we're laughing so hard. He's like, because it's so relatable. It's true about, you know, hating emails or whatever. And I was like, thank you, because we were like, this sucks. Who would listen to this? He goes, you guys could le- read food labels and it would be funny. Uh, I mean, oh, do you really have a food label? Sure do. So what are you reading the ingredients? I don't know. What should I do? You maybe should have thought about this beforehand. Well, it's naturally flavored honey nut Cheerios. They're sweetened whole grain oat cereal with real honey, natural almond flavor, Gluten-free, bitches. What are in Cheerios? Serious question. Ingredients that we want? Whole grain oats, sugar, oat bran, cornstarch, honey, brown sugar syrup, salt. Oh, here's where it gets weird. Tripotassium. Tryptophan. Oh, no. No, Tripotassium phosphate, rice bran oil and or canola oil, natural almond flavor, vitamin E, added to preserve freshness. Our friends, um, oh, I think we got. Oh, we can, you can come in. Come in. We have a high school. We're just, we're yeah, just we're doing, doing our podcast, podcast okay, but it's fine. Uh, uh, Jenna, hop on that mic. Oh, it's you. Oh, hey. Wait, so who do we have with us today? We have a whole bunch of students. There we go. A yeah, whole guys. bunch of students. So, so wait, we, you visited us before, haven't you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, this is exciting. Come on in. We're doing a really boring podcast. I literally started reading food labels. <laughs> yeah, so. she was actually reading. So we reading. saved the day. You did. Yeah, thank good, you. Good, good. So Jenna, why don't you tell us who we have here? So we have a whole bunch of students who are in radio. Uh, some of them are engineers. Cool. Some of them are hosts. Some of them, uh, what else? I mean, coding. These kids are amazing, first Damn. and foremost. They're going to be their future. I swear to God, that's what <laughs> yeah. I thought. I was like, man, you guys know a lot. But um, yeah, does one of you want to come up here and say like where you're yeah, from? Yeah, someone say something. Who's the host? Yeah, Is there she's a host. A host. Come on. Oh, come on. On. Yep. What, what's, what's your name? Uh, so tell them what like what school you're with or what uh, yeah. group. So I'm in this leadership group called Ground Zero Keystone. We have an Instagram as Ground Zero Keystone. And then our radio Instagram is GZ Radio. And I'm an on-air personality. And cool. I'm Samamish High School. I'm a sophomore. I did an internship 
this summer with Rainier Avenue Radio. Awesome. Um, so you're missing yeah. school today to do this? No, no, actually, we have no school today. Why? I don't know. Oh, I think it's like a teacher business day. Yeah. Oh. Teacher's partying day. Yeah. <laughs> Teacher's need a break from everybody day. Is that what we have? <laughs> well, that's awesome. Us, so so yeah. why did you want to get in radio? I mean, I just want to get into radio because I feel like I didn't, I didn't know what was behind the radio. I just knew the people talking. I didn't know what happened like after that or what part like, oh my gosh, like who else is behind it? And I feel like it just opens like more opportunities in For the future. Sure. So if. I want to, I'd start us to do it now to see if I want to do it in the future. That's very smart of you. I think Carla Marie and Jenna probably would agree with what I'm about to say is a lot of people don't know what goes into radio originally. Like even when I started my job in radio, I didn't really know what I was getting into. I started on the street team doing events and stuff, but it happens with a lot of people. You get what's called, you get bit by the radio bug mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know if I could do anything else. Yeah. They're, they pay me garbage, but I'm still going to come to work every day and I'm still going to love it. Right, Jenna? Yeah. Remember when I was telling you guys that a lot of us came up in uh, internships yep. and how we worked from the bottom to the top? Like, that's what Anthony is saying. Yeah. Like, he started in the same position as I did, different places, yep. but uh, worked your way up. And sometimes you never get to this position. And that's yeah. why it's like you really got to know what route you want to go in. You really got to know. Um, you know, what your craft is. Because sometimes we've all known people that say in radio where you're like, bro, you should have left like 10 years ago yeah. because they're still doing the same exact thing. So the thing is like, don't ever be stagnant. Don't ever be stagnant. Because once you're stagnant, it's like, it just all goes downhill from there. Well, actually, and this is a good lesson that I know Carla Marie shares a lot of times is Carla Marie was kind of in that position. You were in a position for six years and yeah. you did really well, well I there. I started as an intern yeah. and then got hired and I basically was the phone op for a morning show for six years. Now, I did get more uh, more on-air stuff that I got to do. More responsibility. Um, yeah, more responsibility, a ton of stuff. And it got to a point, though, where I couldn't grow anymore. And the host on that show actually told me, like, you can't grow here anymore. And that was the most heartbreaking thing to hear, but Ugh. I needed to hear it. And yeah. then four months later, I got my own show in Seattle. So it was pretty cool. But it was like, if I didn't hear that then, I probably would have never been open to moving. Like, I would have just kept trying there. But you have to realize, like, okay. Well, you know what? It's not working out here anymore. I can keep trying, but after six years and it's not working out and you've kind of proved your point and kind of overstayed your welcome, but not in a bad way, yeah. you can move on, whether it's somewhere else in radio or in a completely different industry. Exactly. Well, it's just, it's just like school, though. It's yeah. You're going to learn all you can in a certain position and then you move on. Yep. You don't want to exactly just keep right. doing yeah. seventh Freshman, grade over yeah. and over and over yeah. again. Exactly. Seventh grade is a bad year for me now that I think about it. <laughs> PTSD right there. Yeah. Same. I kicked out of class a lot. <laughs> Um, you guys having a good time though? Until they got in here, yeah. Good. I know people on your podcast can't see all yeah. these students, but there's like at least twelve of yeah. them in here right now. Yeah. So, and they all, I just, they have so much culture too. Like, um, where is he at? You. Uh, what was your name again? Juan. So Juan is doing. He wants to do like a full Spanish station that's awesome. uh, for that's his awesome. radio. Like that's that's what he's saying. It's going to be bilingual, yes, but he's going to focus on any type of genre. But as long as it's Spanish speaking. Cool. So I'm like, yo, no one's doing that yeah. though. No. Like that's smart. It is very smart. Now, if you guys are going to come and hang out in our station, can we go bother you one day and hang out with you guys and then hang around? And because I'd love to see what you guys do. Yeah, Juan, do you have a podcast? Uh, no, I'm actually going to start uh, recording. I think uh, with Maso here uh, mm-hmm. at a Ground Zero studio. Cool. And then hopefully start pushing out by by November. Nice. Well, Maso, why don't you hop on and tell? Because we've had you on, I think, before. We've had you on the show, morning show. Right? We've done, I don't know. We've, one we've, of we've our, definitely one ran of our... into each other several, yeah. well, several, no, several times. Saying, like, we've, we've been on the show, too, yeah. Yeah, okay. Explain what you're doing with yeah. everyone here. Because you're not a student. <laughs> no. I'm not a student. Well, <laughs> 
I think we are all yeah, students. Like course. every day we're learning. So, mm-hmm. um, but basically, I got approached for funding to do a recording studio, and I felt like that limited career development opportunities. Uh, so I decided to not only do a recording studio, but open that up to radio. So Smart. you guys know how many different positions there yeah. are on radio. Yeah. So just in this room alone, I mean, we got somebody that's Kenneth is working on web development, but he also does promotion, social media. You see him on the phone right now. He's doing social. Um, <laughs> and we have our on-air host there in the room. Um, we've got video and audio production. So we do live in studio uh, performances as well. So they book the artist to come in and then they do cool. like a three camera shoot. And then we have a lead editor. So she edits all the content. Um, like so This we, is very unique to the Seattle area like this doesn't happen in every city and yeah. every state at all so the fact that this is happening here it's kind of wild like you guys are going to be so ahead of anyone else in this country who wants to do radio anywhere else yeah it's pretty awesome and it's all youth driven you know it's a, it's their own platforms uh, I just try to make sure that they're pushing appropriate content and <laughs> they're delivering the messaging the way that people can actually hear it um, so if they want to talk about something, I say, yeah, let's talk about that. But let's definitely sit first and decide on how you can deliver this message so that it's best. Well, heard. it's no different than what we do every morning. Yeah. Is, yeah, there's a message. But how do you package that message so it's easily received by the people that you're talking to? That's all it is, really. So how can people listening now, like, go listen to what you guys do? What is the best so way for them to find it? we are it? not quite yet live. Okay. Um, we will have a streaming source. So once the actual station is launched, it'll be directly from our from our website. Um, as we cannot afford a dial, that does cost mm. a bit of money. It is, yeah. So it's what is the expensive. website, though? Can they go there now and see things? Uh, not yet. Uh, it's, it's in development. Um, and what did you decide to... Ground Zero? Ground Zero, Ground Zero Radio. Radio. So Ground Zero Radio. I love that. Um, I do have questions, so don't go anywhere. But if people want to say, you know, a younger kid is listening to this or mm-hmm. maybe a parent that's like, oh, my kid's interested in radio, can anyone sign up for this as well? Yep. Just go ahead and reach out to us. We do have social platforms available cool. right now. So if they go at GZ Radio, they can kind of DM us there, and we will definitely be Ooh. getting back to them. Also, GZ is like Gen Z, which is what you guys are, yeah. which is pretty cool. Oh, look at that. You're like the only generation that's going to get to do that for this. You can hop on. You can, you can hop on. You're good. What do you think? No one really knows their generation. Yeah. You don't realize it until the news articles start coming out complaining about your generation. So as millennials, we got that. That's so funny, though, because you said that, but then I just thought of Jeezy, like Young Jeezy, the oh, rapper. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Jeezy, I wonder how they spelled it. I thought about G-Eazy, actually. So I thought of, so. Um, What's on. your name? Um, I'm Ethan. Ethan, tell the microphone your name. Uh, there we go. I'm Ethan. I do podcasts, and I'm trying to go oh, that's awesome. like um, high schools and uh, qualifications. For- Have that's- you guys seen our sports station yet next door? You're going to go the next there stop? next. That's cool, okay. because I bet you there's no one doing a podcast on high school sports, yeah. and that's great. I'm going to go live. Live air sports, and then I have a podcast called Rant. <laughs> you and Anthony should team up. I'm just it's podcast about- is called Rant. We call him Ranthony. Yeah, I sometimes he goes on I, Rant. Say less. Say less. <laughs> there you um, go. Or that. Um, I just want to say that, like Kenneth, um, he posted something on his story, and the way I got involved with this, I like DM'd him and was like, wow, "Oh, that's cool." Can I join? That's See, that's awesome. That's See, social media does do some good sometimes. <laughs> So to um, piggyback off of what he uh, just mentioned when it came to doing live broadcasting. So uh, we're looking to be the live broadcast team for Eastside Sports. Um, That's great. So all in Bellevue, uh, being able to get live broadcast station kind of set up at That's games awesome. um, so they can learn how to do play-by-play. Uh, they actually were a part of the internship program with Rainier Avenue Radio where they, Ron was one of them who got to interview players and coaches during halftime, post, post-game. And yeah, Mashani was a part of it too. 
Um, and we're looking to go to Las Vegas in December to Damn. actually cover a tournament out there as well. What? So, yeah. That's awesome. You got to travel to Vegas more than we do, probably. Yeah. Well, thank cool. you guys for coming in. Yeah. We're gonna... Thanks for having us, too. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, I was like, by the way, we can't go in. <laughs> no, no, you're good. By the way, Jenna hosts, the, or is a host on Cube 93.3 yep. on the um, Wake Up wake Show. Up show yeah. Literally right down the hall from us. I'm going to... Uh, just say at J all day eighty seven. So there's that. <laughs> I'm gonna end with that. <laughs> oh, we're actually and the yeah. whole podcast. Hit the button. Everyone wants to say goodbye. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.